Welcome to the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Roots Metric US report. Results vary, not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. Welcome to the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Body Mind Spirit Show with your host, Coach Rita Hurry. And yes, we are in 2022, so I hope you all had a great Christmas and wonderful New Year. Today, I am excited because I get to interview someone who I know pretty well and who is very close to me, and that's my sister, Melissa Hurry, who is a project manager, content creator, and filmmaker. Melissa, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me great to have you on the show and just to let everyone know the reason why Mel I'm going to call her Mel if she's okay with that (laughs) yeah (laughs) and why I've got her on the show is because she is an inspiration she's very she's done so much in 2021 and she's just very committed to what she does and I am sure that you are all going to be inspired with this interview so Mel What inspired you to become a filmmaker and screenwriter? Um, Well, that's quite a long journey, to be honest. But I mean, it did start around 10 years ago. Actually, no, 11 years ago, 11 and a half, maybe. Um, (laughs) I keep forgetting where we're now a year ahead. Um, And I basically just decided, um, you know, I had I had a bit of a dream that I about a storyline and I don't know if anyone else has dreams like that but I definitely do and um the next morning I just thought to myself actually this would be really good in a film I'm just gonna write it down and I just started writing some ideas down and um there were some parts that stuck word for word and I just started along this journey in terms of writing this uh this script um but then of course I didn't really know Um, what format it should be in I had no idea I just wrote stuff down and you know I had no idea what the way it should be styled or the way it should be formatted or anything so I also decided to enroll onto a screenwriters course um, by Burbank University which was really good and it gave me a lot of insight into the layout, the structure, the characters, the depth that you go into making sure that you're showing and not just telling on the script. So it started from that really um, and yeah. then therefore it just started moving on into things like well actually maybe we can build some content around it, how about actually making a film? Um, to cut a long story short that didn't work so much then Um, and then I just put an official stop to it because you know daily life just got in the way um, and there was no I I guess I didn't have the right people around me to know exactly where I should go with this and what I should do and it just wasn't the right time Um, Mm -hmm. so I sat on it for a long time and didn't do anything Um, and then of course um, you know 
you know, I'm pretty sure all of the audience know that we we have Rhyme Entertainment Limited that we we are joint CEOs on. So of yeah. course the content around that started building up and I started to make the right contacts. And it just went on from there. So I'd say from around 2009, 2019-20 was about the time that I started to make those contacts again by uh, via Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. And then I just decided I have to do something otherwise it's just going to be another 10 10 15 years or a lifetime of not doing anything and actually knowing if I could do it if I've still got the interest for me it was a sign from the universe to just carry on so I just went for it and started making my films um yeah in 2021 so got back into it from 2020 in terms of the screenwriting picked up the old scripts and then it was 2021 that I said right I'm actually going to make stuff now. Wow and I think one message well several messages come through from that is the fact that number one you stop started and even like even with rhyme we both yeah. stopped started with that because yeah. of timing it's timing wasn't right and some people look at that as failure some people think you know okay well if you know you're not seeing it through then that means that I failed kind of thing but it's mm-hmm. not because as you mentioned there it was timing it's about have been in the right frame of mind to see that through and mm. second of all you could have easily gone down just a general writing course but you chose you know screenwriting you chose well, how do I write a script from a dream you know most people would think oh maybe I want to be a writer maybe I've got an imagination for that but you particularly went down that path can I just ask why that path and not just general writing was it something within you that knew that yeah I actually wanted to do the script writing more than yeah so I'm basically being honest then that's a really good question because I'm not great with detail I can't write like novels and stories and you know really describing how green the grass is and you know in contrast with that <laughs> I'm rubbish at that for me it's like the sky is blue use your own imagination as to how blue it is um maybe that's a really bad part on my side but um it actually did stem from an incident that happened at school I think I was like around around 12 or 13 and um and basically we were told to write a story and what I ended up doing was writing a movie script and I remember um my teacher coming back to me with the marks so you know I got a C in it but it was the best C I ever got because she actually said this wasn't a story you missed the total you, you missed the the assignment um aim altogether yeah. um but instead this was more or less like a Hollywood movie script and for <laughs> me that was like the biggest compliment ever <laughs> So, um, so yeah, again, it was like the best, probably the best feedback and grade C that I ever got because it was something that actually um, I quite liked writing it because it felt action. It felt that there was a lot of movement in it. And I believe that she actually really generally liked it. And that's why she gave me a C and not a D. Um, but because I missed the aim of the, um, of the assignment objective, 
fair enough but since then I think I've I mean I've always loved films anyway and like I said I'm not good at detail I took drama and dance drama when I was in school so I was always following scripts anyway whether that be monologues or anything so I'm very familiar with that sort of layout um yeah. don't get me wrong I did read books but it just I used to skip pages where it was just constant description yeah. and I just wanted to see it it's like right I just want to see it in my head or I want to use my own imagination as to what I wanted to see and that's really why I didn't go down the general writer's route um I thought no actually I just want to screen write because exactly what I saw in my dream or exactly what I see um just upon conversation you know with yourself sometimes um it's like oh wow what if I just write this down and how how does this sound in terms of this dialogue and that dialogue and then the character creation was something that would just evolve um, with that. So, yeah, I'm not a very detailed person. That's really why I stick to um, screenwriting. And I know there's some screenwriters that are very detailed and that's absolutely fine because it is about that showing and telling. Um, but for me, it's, it's kind of more to the point. And I like mm -hmm. to see as I write rather than kind of go into tiny things that I feel could be um, not as relevant to, to the action that's going on. Yeah, yeah. And I think that also what you're saying now is that anyone who has that creativity of writing, if they're like yourself, who like to get straight to the point, they've got another option that they could possibly look at that maybe they've mm -hmm. not thought about. So you've actually opened... I think you've opened people's mindset just through your answer yeah there, so and I you know maybe um your teacher actually thought gosh I wish I actually gave people a script writing or a screenwriting assignment than a story writing <laughs> maybe she actually regretted it after she read yours <laughs> I'm not sure about that <laughs> <laughs> so I mean first of all you know congratulations on winning you know having two award-winning short films this year because you went just from creating the script and actually making the films and should I say not this year I should say last year yeah I was gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> um what gave you that get up and go to actually make the films because I know there are many screenwriters uh, who write a script who have it who love what they've written but they don't go out and mm. make the film or they think mm. they have to get a high budget in order to make the film what made you 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 go out there and do that it's it's quite it's quite weird because you know I know obviously the industry like the film industry in particular stopped over COVID for natural reasons because of um, lockdowns and safety and all of that. But that kind of gave me more of an instigation to go and create something and do something outside the box. Um, so the first film I decided to do was my um, was made was called Maybe It's Not. Um, and originally that were written about two people meeting in a park and they meet over time and they build this connection and then you know and then all of a sudden one person doesn't one of them doesn't show up for their next meeting the other think that they thinks that they're being ghosted and, and that's kind of like the premise of the story um 
ghosted by the way for those that don't know means like if you're just being ignored all of a sudden <laughs> and you're not sure what um, or why uh, which happens a lot in relationships yeah, definitely <laughs> uh, but that's another story but anyway um moving on from that when covid hit us and you know like i said the world just literally stopped and that was okay that was both a good thing you know and i know obviously it had its negative points as well um but for me it was like I actually want to make a film now um, and probably everyone's thinking you're out with your mind but I said no actually we've got laptops we've got phones we can still do stuff and I think it was about time that you know people in the arts had to kind of really push forward on their creativity and use the technology that they had um, so and that was one of the reasons so I adapted the whole script I was like forget it no we're not meeting in a park let's change it to randomly meeting online you know someone typing the wrong zoom link ID or you know something like that and then you know out of nowhere they just meet meet by, by chance um and that actually got me into really trying to be a bit more creative a there was no location um just apart from where you were in in your vicinity um two there was no budget being needed you know if you've got someone that you can work with that's you know that can act that really does help um yeah. and also someone who's flexible and likes to push themselves as well um you know I did have some challenges where some people weren't um for you know they just felt really nervous not being directed but luckily the person that I did team up with she was really um you know, you know able to kind of move with the, the times in using digital technology to self-record and we're able to have those discussions on how best to do it and and that was the first instigator it was like right we're in covid we can't do anything no actually we can we've got technology let's try and do something different and and you know again that inspiration kicked off from there yeah yeah so it's like you know you started taking action and that action led you to do more action which then resulted in you making the second film that you did which obviously you'd written the scripts years back wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah so another script that was done like 10 11 years ago um so that one in particular was um inspired by a friend of mine who actually has um written a song about it so it's called how it is and with that we were quite lucky with shooting this film um because it was just out outside of the the lockdown closure so we were able to kind of get actors but again with that I just pushed myself into scouting actors again alongside yourself being my advisor on you know <laughs> double checking up with the right actors but they were absolutely phenomenal again they just threw themselves into it it did take quite a bit of financing, I'm not going to lie there, and, but it was something that at the right time, again, it's about that timing, when mm. you do have the finances in place, it just, you know, again, if I'm going to quote things from uh, Matthew McConaughey's uh, book, Green Lights, the green lights were, were coming on. So it yeah. was just like, right, I need, needed to keep going. I was able to get some stuff done where I had some money put aside and I was able to actually get a, a brilliant camera person um, who was a director of photography. I was able to get amazing actors and actors who really cared. So another point I would say is about having the right team, including um, 
Federica who I worked with on maybe it's not she also joined the cast of that so it really helped in terms of having the right actors and again it was just the timing I don't think I would have been able to have done that 10 11 years ago I probably would have got some really um different sort of it would probably would have had a different outcome and I wouldn't know what to do with the movie whereas last year I was like right we're going to make this movie. It's going to be a low-budget movie. It's going to be a rough-and-ready kind of shoot, but it's something we're going to put it together. We're going to have amazing actors, and we're going to be able to to shoot it and then submit it to film festivals, and we were able to do that at the end of last year. Yeah, and it's won awards. Already. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. What would you say, like, was that confidence boost? For you because obviously you know listeners listening to the show it's there's that energy of confidence that has had to be in play in order for you to keep going yeah it's quite it's quite an interesting one because there were parts where you were like oh is this ever going to get done there was some frustrations which just comes with the whole thing of when you're managing a project anyway um I think it it's not necessarily disrespect to any other sort of films, but I feel like when you watch a lot of different films and you think, right, well, if they can make that and that still does well or they were still able to get like a budget for it, then, you know, why can't I do that? So it's not necessarily saying that the film was bad, but it's about mm. saying, right, it's kind of looking at the quality of films that are out there and things that you think well actually I could probably still do something and it could be at least half decent and I'm talking about going to like something that's called a minimal viable product a minimum viable product sorry where you're taking what is what are the basics that you need for a film and it was like right well I've got that so I might as well just move forward with it and if I've watched so many other films that were half decent or not so you know not amazingly great but they're okay it's like well maybe I can do something too and I think to be honest it did stem from there and it's like right at least I've done it so it was like at least it's done and at least I know where I'm going with it and what what do I learn from this is going to be helpful for maybe the next few films that I make as well yeah and I guess really a lot of people see like filmmaking and as like this big Hollywood production and you know it has to be epic and like you know not not the norm but I guess really Mm. through rhyme and through people we've met as well we've actually I think discovered that no it's every it's everyday people who are it's just about taking action and going for it yeah yeah definitely and I think also um that timing is definitely important as well because I I was not talking to people around with that mindset you know 10 11 years ago so that's why I didn't know anything and I didn't know what to do with it yeah okay I knew how to screenwrite but then I still didn't know if it was good enough to actually make something out of it um and then it was just having that you know kick up the behind and just kind of say right well if you don't do it now at least just try something and and let's see how it works and that's basically how I did uh, how I did it and if you don't try you're just gonna sit around and always thinking what if yeah no exactly love that Mm. so 
you're also um, a project manager. How yeah. does project management play a part in the creative industry? Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. It's a huge part. I mean, the whole thing is a project. Um, so you need to think about, right, what is my idea? Okay, I have a plot outline. Um, what? How am I going to define this? What do I need? So this is where you start to go through prioritising exactly what you need, right? Basic things, it could be just starting off from, right, I need, um, I need someone behind a camera. I need someone who's at least got a light box. I need someone who can do sound and I need a set of actors. Let's just say that's your bare minimum of, of what you need for the film. And then it's about kind of, you know, again, establishing right, how long, looking at your time frames, what activities are taking place. So all of it, from what I've learned and what I trained in with project management, that's exactly what I implemented with my um, with my film projects. And even if there were small films, so like maybe it's not, it's just done in an afternoon and completed within a week. Very simple, uh, mm -hmm. simply shot film. But then obviously to something that's a bit more uh, complex, like how it is, that was something that obviously took a lot more time because it was about certain activities that needed to be done before the actual shoot and the stuff that you do after um, that when you're in post-production as well. So a lot of it aligned to um, project management. And I don't think there's anything that I would say that I would do differently in terms of the planning, because I thought it was pretty well planned um, for someone who's quite new um, yeah. into the industry. But their lessons learned as well, which is a huge project management principle. So it's about learning lessons throughout the life of the project. So you know not to say not to make the same mistakes twice. Yeah. So it sounds like project management does have a part to play in mm. many industries, if not all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um oh yeah, and you know, you can use it in anything. For me, it's something it's not just films, it's not just construction projects or IT projects or, you know, things that are of the corporate style. It's anything, if you're planning a holiday, use project management. Um, mm -hmm. I remember the person who trained me up um, like in 2016, you know, he used project management methods to plan his own uh, wedding. So things like you can do it personally as well as professionally. Business launches is a perfect one to um, to use project management in. And even if it is just managing the campaign, because I also do digital marketing coaching as well. And so all of that, they all work hand in hand. You still need to understand a process of a project just so that you know it's organised and you know you're on top of things. Because otherwise it's just chaos and, and no one's going to work with you again if, if it's just chaotic. Yeah, it sounds almost like you're compartmentalizing everything, but practically, so it's not just compartmentalizing in your brain, but actually doing it physically as yeah. well. Yeah, definitely. And no. you can just prioritize as well. So like yeah. I said about minimum viable product is just thinking, right, what needs to go out there? And then just focus on the priorities. And if you can add in any extras, brilliant. 
thinking about your budget in between all of that as well. Hmm. Learn something. I always learn something about project management with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you some more later. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll just hire you. That's all right. <laughs> so moving on to content creation, because I know obviously you're a content creator. What um, we have noticed over Rhyme, but also just in general, is that so many entrepreneurs, business owners and creatives sometimes lose this part because they don't like to be on social media as much. Why is content creation so important? I think if you're not, if you, if you want to be seen, you need to be active on everything. And if you don't want to be seen, then you don't. It's as simple as that, really. Um, you either just, you know, it's kind of like, you know, are you going to stay at home all the time or are you going to go out so people can see you? It's, it's the same thing, except it's just virtual. Um, it's really important, especially, I would say, for anyone who wants to be visible. So whether you're a business, if you're an actor, if you're a filmmaker or just, you know, somewhat just an individual that wants to be seen or promoted for maybe some positive messages if it's something that's positive that you're promoting out there you need to be active they need to understand you otherwise they're not going to know what you stand for what you represent um and and this is why it's so important to be active what you'll see is that you know there's a lot of things out there where people will buy followers or they'll you know and I'm not like you know I wouldn't say I'm like a content creating expert here because I know there's millions of us out there but you need to think about organic activity and it's not about okay I'm just gonna buy 26 million uh, or thousand um, followers on there you have to do organic content so that people can see you and you've got the right people following you so you're yeah. not just going to get loads of people who are say oh, you know I say in inverted commas social media marketers where they all just follow you and then the next minute you've dropped by a hundred let's say mm. you want people that actually like your content or at least they like the organic content and the authentic content that you're producing. And that's how you get followers. But if you're not on there, you're just going to be hidden away. And what's the point in that? You know, obviously, COVID's taught us a lot about being out there virtually. You know, it's like yeah. having your show reels on there. If we don't see you, we're not going to understand your talent. We're not going to understand your expertise. So it's it's with any marketing some people you know back in the day had flyers if you didn't do any flyers no one was going to see you if you weren't in the papers no one was going to know about you I remember it's the those same days. thing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah and it's the same thing now it's just working out virtually I don't understand it it's free as well you know even if you do yeah. the sponsor that it'll be a few pounds or dollars or whatever but it's free marketing why aren't you using it it's all technology there in the palm of your hand I don't understand shying away from it yeah and I guess also it's um you are your brand so if people don't know you then they won't know your brand yeah exactly and it's about having your message out there a lot of us have got important things to say positive things I should add because um, I don't see the point in spreading negativity or just being like hurtful to others if you haven't got nothing good to say don't say it at all kind of thing but 
a lot of us have got something important to say or even if it's just making someone laugh but you need to be out there so people know about you you know again even for screenwriters it could be you know not necessarily taking sample pictures of your scripts let's say because obviously that's um, sensitive information Um, but it could be oh I'm working on the script and you can take like a blurred photo of it and add in a caption around what you're doing at the moment you know just things like that or even if you're having a cup of tea all of that is really helpful because it helps people engage with you and understand what you're about what you're doing and it just builds that connection and I think that's really what it's all about and you know and hopefully people are able to generate business and sales from that and that's great or even friendships who knows yeah no definitely so there's some great points there but again (laughs) still even from that many people sit on their dreams and they spend their life thinking about it they'll go through social media they'll scroll and they'll see this person is doing this and that and they get inspired but then they stop and they're like okay well that's good enough for them but that's not me even though they really have that eagerness to want to be like that person or to follow what their dreams are what advice would you give to those that just spend their time thinking about things and scrolling and admiring people but yet not having that I don't know confidence I guess to to go out and and take action it's it's kind of like the same thing as like you know someone's in a job that they're not happy in and they just sit there and sit there and then before Mm. you know years and they still they're still there it's the same thing like that look the more you sit and think the more time is just getting away from you um you know you're going to end up getting more and more gray hairs by the end of it if you just sit there and just think about things you've just wasted time that you could have done something and I know there's a lot of things saying oh you know but it takes money sometimes it doesn't take money sometimes it is just about connecting with someone that might want to help you or actually or you might be able to say right well maybe if I just did this or maybe you know for example let's just take filmmaking if someone said right um I don't have an actor why don't you try and put yourself in there as well then see if you can push yourself to that limit of acting in that character if you're lost of a character if you've got like one person yeah and which is exactly yeah what I did because (laughs) I was stuck so I ended up being you know for maybe it's not um I was stuck for one of the characters and I literally said well let's let's throw me in it like forget it I'll I'll do it and then I changed the concept for you know and then it won best LGBTQ short which was you know brilliant because (laughs) that wasn't the intent you know and previously the original story was not like that but then it was like okay well you know what I'm just gonna throw myself into it and let's just see what happens and I'm not an actress I mean as much as I know you say I am (laughs) I'm not an actress (laughs) although I did do drama I was pretty good at that but yeah but generally you know I haven't done like a huge amounts of training and I I was probably bad in that to be honest who knows but I just threw myself into it and it happened and that's one way you can stop saying oh but I need to get this I need to get that sometimes you might need to learn the skills and do it and and therefore you've saved yourself a load of money perhaps or um 
but if you don't get involved in that or if you don't take any sort of action you know before you know it it's another 10 years and then you're not going to have the energy to do it because you just might be that bit more tired or you know something else will always come come in the way there's always something to take you away from the idea there's always going to be a distraction don't give into it stop scrolling put your phone down unless you're promoting positive content um but yeah but just put your phone down or you know get stop watching tv just switch it off and just get on with what you need to do and you know and before you know it it's probably even not going to be as difficult as you thought it would be in the beginning and that's something that I learned that actually some you know if you're doing uh you know multicast sort of film like how it is and fair enough that is challenging but it was still done yeah it was still done but sometimes things are just a little bit more simpler and you probably thought all I need is three people all I need is two or maybe you just need yourself to just get started so just you know reach out and get things done put things into action because you're going to feel so much better about yourself once it's done yeah and I think you know we spoke about this earlier where like your confidence came from actually just throwing yourself into it yeah and just doing it because then obviously from your first film and then you moved on to being able to do how it is you know you've managed to to go into that because had you not done the first one you probably wouldn't had the confidence to actually go into that straight away so it is about taking those small steps and to to stop thinking about it and just do it which yeah. is so yeah. important so yeah. what tips can you share and inspiration that you can share with the listeners to help them go for it which I know you've just shared a tip there but also from if you want to bring in like the project management perspective or just any tips that because we've covered a lot here in terms of content creation in terms of confidence in terms of taking action but I feel that also there's there's a lot of stuff I mean we you know we could talk for ages about this but that that the listeners could actually really kind of grab even more than what they've already grabbed so far so any more tips you'd like to share I think just the first part would be to, and there's so many tips that I could say, mm. I think just think about the bare basics of what you need. And that makes things a lot easier because what you do, you know, um, in one of our shows, I know we spoke to one of our guests about this and, you know, you could start start really like high level and say, right, okay, I, you know, I want to make a film and then, but the next part is, it's about breaking it down. You need to break things down for it to become more simpler. And maybe it might mean just doing things task by task so that you eventually get there. But I think you need to definitely just simplify things. What is the bare minimum that I need? It's like making a cake, eggs, flour, sugar, milk if you want it nice and you know quite fluffy I'm not I'm not sure I'm not even a baking expert <laughs> but you know just think about the bare necessities so I won't start singing Jungle Book even now <laughs> of what do you need for your film or your project and just work from that you know it could be 
I just need a phone. I'm just going to film myself doing this or I'm going to film something happening here. And, oh, actually, this might be good for a bit of content. I might post a, a segment of what I've just shot to my social media page. That might bring some engagement. Um, or, yeah. you know, and again, you know, start to think very simply and then you can start using those simple things for some of your content. All of it integrates really well. But if you start thinking simply and think, right, what do I need? I need this person for that. I need that person for this. Well, actually, I've got skills in that. Let me see if I can be one of those people as well. It's okay to play more than one role. It's yeah. just about making sure that you understand that and you know it's just part of the basics. And then you can start to build up. Don't overcomplicate things. I think the worst thing that we can do is overthink and over and overcomplicate. That's what I did for about 10, 11 years before I literally was able to push myself and just think, well, actually, mm -hmm. I've got a laptop and a phone. I've got someone that I know who's absolutely brilliant. Let me just work with them. And that was the very simplistic way of doing it. And it worked, you know, it did yeah. work. You know, I'm not saying again, it's amazing, you know, an amazing piece, but it still worked and it still got awards. So if you think simply, who knows what that could do for you? And I would say that's for 2022, think simply, have achievable goals and just make it easy for yourself to achieve them and stop overthinking. I love that. I think you've just nailed everything there, Mel. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I'm already thinking of, a couple of quotes for um, social media content that could come out from that. So there you go. The, so you're already <laughs> content creator. You, yeah, exactly. You're doing it even without you know having the client there. <laughs> but um, so obviously, you know, listeners who are listening, where can they go to find out more about you? Um, so you can head over. Instagram is probably where I am most active. Um, so you can take a look at at Missy Hurry or at Mel Hurry Films. Um, so either pages, I mean, they're all kind of interlinked anyway, will we'll get you through to me. Um, but those are the main areas that I would say where you can really catch a lot of my content and um, find out more about me. Yeah, and I think a lot of people will be very interested in how they can use project management because you've really, I think, brought that to light as well. Um, and even through content creating as well. So there's there's a lot there. Mel, thank you. I knew it was a good idea to bring you as my guest. <laughs> no, thank you. It's been great. No, thank you. Well, listeners, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. And don't forget, if you want to subscribe to the show, please do so. And until next time, stay safe, stay healthy, and I'll see you all soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more tips, motivation, and of course, inspiration coming up real soon. If you want to email me and send me messages of what you thought of the show or anything you'd love me to cover on the show, please email me at coachrita at swastialiving.com. Swastialiving is S-W-A-S-T-H-Y-A-L-I-V-I-N-G 
www.dankinrefreshing.com. See you real soon. Bye. Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. I hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more tips, motivation, and of course, inspiration coming up real soon. If you want to email me and send me messages of what you thought of the show or anything you'd love me to cover on the show, please email me at coachrita at swastialiving.com. Swastia Living is S-W-A-S-T-H-Y-A-L-I-V-I-N-G dot com. See you real soon. Bye.